This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the Republican presidential campaign. As NPR's Domenico Montanero tells us, this comes following questions about his campaign strategy after his distant second-place finish in Iowa. DeSantis's campaign and the outside group supporting him spent $60 million over the past year on campaign ads to boost him. But since Iowa, despite DeSantis vowing to stay in the race, they spent nothing anywhere, and it looked like only a matter of time. DeSantis really had a failure to launch. He dropped in the polls before he even got in amid withering attacks from former President Donald Trump. DeSantis never recovered. Today, he dropped out and endorsed Trump. It now really all does come down to New Hampshire between Trump and his former U.N. ambassador, Nikki Haley. Domenico Montanaro, NPR News, Washington. With the DeSantis departure, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley has the two-person race with former President Trump she was looking for. But as NPR's Tamara Keith reports, in the race for Republican endorsements, Trump is dominating. When Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended his campaign, he joined a long line of Republicans to endorse Trump in recent days. At a rally in Exeter, New Hampshire, Sunday night, Nikki Haley was joined by a beloved daytime television celebrity, Judge Judy. It's time for Nikki Haley. This is her moment. She is a star. And when it was Haley's time at the mic, she dismissed Trump's endorsements. I don't want the political elite. That's not what I'm looking for. And they honestly aren't ready for me. Most Republican politicians have fallen in line behind Trump, redefining the GOP establishment in his image. Tamara Keith, NPR News, Manchester, New Hampshire. Much of the Midwest continues to be hammered by frigid temperatures this weekend. In Memphis, the city is struggling to repair thousands of leaks in the water system that serves some 700,000 people. Antarctic cold has reached as far south as Florida and Texas. But Bob Oravec of the National Weather Service says warmth will be returning early this week. The cold air mass moves off the coast and some warmer air starts to build northeastward. So a lot of of the cold below average temperatures that we have had over the past few days will begin to moderate. And actually by midweek or early to midweek, we'll have much above average temperatures across a good part of their country east of the Rockies. He warns, though, that the warmer weather could also cause major flooding in some areas. More than 25,000 Palestinians have died in the fighting there that began last October. That gruesome number was reached on Sunday, according to figures by the Gaza Health Ministry. The majority of those who have died are women and children. Israel, meanwhile, has announced the death of another hostage in Gaza, and relatives of hostages and others have set up a protest camp outside the Israeli Prime Minister's residence in Jerusalem. You're listening to NPR News. Hundreds of thousands of people are protesting in cities across Germany this weekend against right-wing extremism. The protest began after details of a plan concocted by a far-right political party to deport millions of migrants became public. NPR's Rob Schmitz has more. The protest began when a report was published over a week ago in a German news outlet detailing how members of the right-wing Alternative for Deutschland Party, or AFD, met with German extremists in November to hatch a plan to deport immigrants and minorities including those who are naturalized German citizens. News of that meeting has shocked many in Germany at a time when the AFD is riding high in national polls. 
Although Germany has seen other demonstrations against the far right in the past, the turnout across the country for these protests is notable. Chancellor Olaf Scholz joined one of the demonstrations last weekend, and in a video released on Friday, he called the plan an attack on Germany's democracy. Rob Schmitz, NPR News, Berlin. Russian-installed officials in the eastern Ukraine city of Donetsk say at least 27 people have been killed by the shelling of a a market there, and they say the shells came from Ukrainian forces. The reports have not yet been independently verified, and Kiev has not commented on the incidents. Jared Goff threw two touchdown passes as the Detroit Lions beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday, 31-23. It's the first time the Lions have moved into the NFC Championship game in 32 years, and it's just the second time in franchise history that's happened. They will play next Sunday in San Francisco for a spot in the Super Bowl. In Sunday's other game, Kansas City beat the Buffalo Bills 27-24. I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.